Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. I'm joined on the line by uh, Tim Motley, who is uh, presenting Dirk Darrow, NCSSI, not completely serious, supernatural investigator at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, It's a little bit of a mouthful of a title, but uh, all good. How you doing? I am very well indeed. How are you, Stephen? Excellent, thank you. And uh, just back from uh, Perth Fringe, I believe. Yeah, I just got back uh, two nights ago. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, it was uh, much better than expected. I, it's, it's a fairly new festival, or rather a rebirth, technically. It's mm-hmm. been offline for like eight or nine years, and I thought, uh-oh. And I looked at the map, and the venue got stuck in around a corner in a weird place, an old derelict condemned building. I went, oh, oh, oh. But actually, uh, no, I sold out uh, half the nights and good attendance the other nights, and the West Australian loved me, called me a winner from start to finish, and there was loads of people coming to see the show, and they were a really good crowd. They laughed at every joke. Who knew? Fantastic. Well, I hope you get the same response here in Adelaide. I hope so. Uh, I, I, I brought uh, Dirk has been to Adelaide before last year, and it did go pretty well, but it was... Um, it was still in its first. Uh, was still, still uh, on its weaning on its uh, on its toddler legs, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, that was only its the second festival uh, for that show, and now it's been around the world once, and this is now its eighth festival coming back at a different time slot. Fantastic! And how much has the how much has Dirk Darrow changed since uh, 2011? Um, it's the same show, but it has it has changed a fair whack. I've I've made some. Um, I've smoothed it out a lot of creases and and I've uh I've made it uh a more coherent whole that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh it's um it's still a you know film noir parody and it's it's, it's still the same basic uh plot. Uh it's in, since it changed from its first festival I'd say it's about 80% different than when it first did a uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. Uh but I would say only about 30% different than 2011 which normally I would not bring a show back uh, like that the very next year like this. But um, what I have found uh, bringing it around the world is that I get a lot of uh, seniors, uh, older people, mm-hmm. who come and really, really like this show uh, because of its film noir content, mood and theme, and you know setting and uh, the props and everything. It's very uh, 1940s. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and in Adelaide last year, I had a, a late night time slot. So I didn't get any. No seniors came to see me because they were in bed with tea. <laughs> so yeah. I thought, oh, I'll bring it back for a little half run in the in the first half of the festival at uh, a nice early time slot, like seven o'clock, which is what I got, seven ten past seven. So mm-hmm. hopefully I get uh, some, uh, you know, uh, people well endowed in years who are uh, who remember what noir is and 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 liked Bogey and come out and see the show this time. But I think, I mean, I think. In my mind, there's a bit of a resurgence in uh, film noir and burlesque and that whole lot of things in that era. So, you know, you've got you've got mm. quite a broad spectrum that you can appeal to. Mm. Well, I find yeah, the um, there is there's there is a yeah, resurgence of the retro, uh, absolutely at the moment. And I find yeah, my biggest demographics for this show are people in the in their 20s and early 30s, and then there's a big skip and people in their 60s. You know. Uh, they seem to either for the retro or because they actually remember when it was mm-hmm. when retro was current. You know, yeah. uh, they seem to. Love, I mean, obviously it's for you know whatever any adult is fine, but uh, that's the, that that seems to be the people who are drawn most to the show. 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot of burlesque around. Uh, there's, I will, however, uh, not be stripping in this show. What? Uh, no, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> there might be a dance number. That's as far as I go. Man's got to draw the line somewhere. Absolutely. And um, how, do you, how do you draw the film noir into a comedy setting? How does that happen well, I've only ever heard of it or seen it done uh, once before, ever, which was in the Steve Martin movie, uh, early Steve Martin movie with Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. And I actually, when I when I thought of doing this show in the first place, the concept, I went and uh, hired out the movie and looked at it and went, nope, <laughs> there's absolutely nothing I can use whatsoever because it was all in-jokes for um, uh, people who knew all the movies by heart, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's useless. Uh, so I was like, okay, so I start from scratch. The, just the idea, um, I'm a comedian at the, at the, at the, at the core of it, and uh, I just, uh, just love the noir. I think it was, I, was watching a, it was a, I was watching a burlesque act in, um, in New York, in, uh, where was that, in South Street Seaport. Uh, there was a Spiegel tent, actually, another Spiegel tent, and I was watching a burlesque act, and I just thought, I, I just pictured the, uh, the character in my mind, how it would fit into that act, and I thought, oh, that, that, would, be, um, that would be really nice. And that's, that's where the character was born. But Dirk Darrow, yeah, started as a cabaret act, and then it just became very successful as a cabaret act, so I thought I'd make a whole show out of it. Um, but, the, yeah, the basic concept, just, it's just a film noir spoof. Uh, it's been done once before that I know of, and uh, I've been working at it, and I think I've got it pretty smooth now. It's pretty much wall-to-wall jokes the whole way through. Fantastic. <laughs> Unlike this interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I tend to make them go serious for some reason. I don't, I don't know whether I can handle jokes. Uh, it's, too, it's too early in the morning, then. That's what it feels like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now I really do mornings. No, I mean, I've been doing really, really early mornings editing interviews, but... Uh, yeah, when I have to turn it around and start talking to people, it seems to be falling over, which is not great when you're trying to do an interview podcast. Um, but anyway, um, Dirk Darrow, NCSSI, is uh, on at uh, Gluttony's Lo-Fi from uh, Thursday the 23rd of February until Sunday the 4th of March. Uh, as you mentioned, it's an early time, 710, uh, so that everyone can come along, uh, whether you're an oldie or a youngie, um, and enjoy some uh, film noir comedy. But not uh, my dark day is the 29th of February, because... Uh I figured I'm either the kind of show that doesn't work the 29th of February or the kind of show that only works the 29th of February, in which case I only work once every four years. Yeah. It is the world's only film noir, one-man comedy, mind-reading, magical murder mystery. Mind-reading? Oh, yes. Do you mind-reading uh, from the audience? Or? Well, actually, they're mind-reading they're mind from me because I'm searching for a paranormal uh, criminal, and uh, any, everyone in the audience is a suspect. Ooh. That's the premise of the show. Uh, there is, yeah, it's disguised as detective tricks, but there are, there as detective tricks of the trade. There are, there is mind reading in there. That's absolutely correct. Fantastic. All right, well, we'll leave it there and uh, keep people guessing as to what it's actually all about, and uh, they can come and check you out. Uh, Dirk Darrow, NCSSI, uh, played by Tim Motley, and uh, it's Tim joining us. And thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Steve. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au. And for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Link Adelaide.